You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. This is Archery Unfiltered, where I, Wendell Souza, cover. California archery events and what it takes to make you a better archer. What's happening, everybody? Uh, it is your friendly neighborhood, Archer and Filtered, driving home on Sunday after shooting all weekend with my man, my buddy, Alan Bernetta. Alan, say hi. Alan, say hi. And, uh, we just finished up the um, the spot indoor shoot in Fresno, California, and yesterday we shot the Impact Archery uh, indoor shoot in Clovis, and both events were extremely well put on. Uh, would you agree, Alan? Yeah, great, great venues, good ranges, so it was awesome. Yep. Yep. Um, both shop owners are very, um, I guess the word is shooter oriented. Like I, I thought it was pretty amazing. Brian pretty much at, at uh, impact. He pretty much made all the entrance fees go back to the shooters in the form of a payout. And then, um, Steve, the owner of the spot did something similar. And then he had the spot pony up some money to pay out, uh, to add to the pot for the the shooters, it, it was pretty generous of those guys. Yeah, I agree. The payouts were awesome. Competition was steep, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely very steep. Uh, I can say today, I got my butt kicked. You know, how do you feel about today, Alan? Today was a good learning experience. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Funny you say that. Um, Kyle Douglas made a post on uh, some social media about the Iowa Pro-Am saying that, you know, right now these events are the best way to figure out, you know, if your gear and, you know, your current way of doing things is going to work for competition, you know. So I know you said that earlier today too, Alan. I was just like, I was a little shocked. That's kind of gives a very similar, uh, you know, similar point of view. Yeah, especially for me this year. Well, <clears throat> to backtrack a little, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I didn't get into my target boat till pretty late in the year because I had a late season deer tag. So this was my first weekend actually shooting a tournament. Yep. So uh, I went in with a few different things. It worked half the time, and then I realized halfway through today that that's not that's not for me. So kind of had to switch, go back to different release and all that. So. But if you're trying stuff in practice and it's working fine, you really don't know how it's going to work until you actually shoot a tournament. Yeah. Because it's going to be completely different. Yeah. You can get it close in practice, but until you're actually shooting uh, some level of competition, you just don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is that what changes, but something about 
shooting for money, you know, changes stuff a little bit. And yeah, this was your first, like this weekend was your first indoor tournaments. Most of us have been at it for, you know, I started in, I want to say October, November with, uh, you know, the kind of like local shoot, you know, 20 yard shoot that we do, uh, at the black mountain Bowman. Um, but then, you know, the AB Invitational Tournament you hold that you, you didn't shoot it. You just uh, ran it because so many people wanted to shoot it. And uh, let's see. What was the last what was the last event that, that went down? Do you remember? Bay Area Open. That's right. The Bay Area Open. So it's just, man. Yeah. It, you kind of came into it a little late. You shot really good on Saturday. You shot a 300 in qualifying, which is kind of the goal, I would say, you know, for most of us. Yeah, no, sat- Saturday went fairly good. That was at Brian's shop at Impact. Uh, first first game was uh, 324. He runs a little different there with the X counting as 11, so uh, it allows for a few mistakes, you know, even shooting a nine. If you, yeah, but you didn't roll any nines. You didn't roll any nines on your, your qualifier, right, That your 300 qualifier. Yeah, not on that one. The second game, I, I might have shot one or two. Yeah, but, but still, I mean, the goal, the goal is no nines, uh, regardless of the format. I feel, I feel like, because what Vegas is going to be is, is no nines. So I feel like, I don't know. I, I benefited greatly from Brian's format, having been, you know, having it been elevens, uh, uh, X's counted as elevens, you know, and I knew today was going to be tough because I wouldn't have that. I wouldn't have that crutch, you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so uh, yesterday at Impact, Brian's format was um, two qualifiers followed by a Lancaster-style shoot-up, which is uh, my – I I can honestly say is my favorite at this point, my favorite style of play, Um, mainly because the – you know – those 11s can really you can still shine even if you you know your your mental game isn't all there you know yeah the 11 the 11s make it make it fun yeah and it opens up the playing field a little bit yeah but yeah that style shoot up uh after everyone qualifies shoot from bottom to top that's pretty fun yeah 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 easily easily very fun uh you know we got to see a lot of competitive guys in california from southern california you know we had our friends alex mueller we had uh, alejandro we had oscar um their homie uh justin right justin and then randall um and just a lot lot of the socal dudes were there which is pretty cool and then for kids all them damn kids showed up on saturday oh that's right that's right a lot of Okay, so Sunday started a little later. Started, you know, we started shooting at two because um, shooting later Saturday. Yes, yes, I'm sorry, Saturday. Uh, we started at two because um, there was some kind of USA archery thing going on. Yeah, was it US archery indoor or something like that? Yeah, some type of indoor champion state thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. And so the. You know, Caleb Quiocha was shooting that. Caden Jones was shooting that. And then they brought their friend Tyler Heritage, who was shooting that also. So it, it was these three young guys showed up and, you know, three seasoned killers showed up and just started laying waste to everybody. It was it was a 
pretty amazing day. Um, you know, in the first qualifier, I shot a 299, right? So this is where I'm going to say, like, I had a really good X count. So at the end of it, I was, I think I shot like a 325 or something like that. Uh, what's that? 26. 326. So <clears throat> I had a really good X count, and uh, the X count ended up saving me in the end. Um, which is cool. I mean, yeah, it's cool, but let's be real. Like I, I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to be one of these guys that says, oh, well, you know, it's okay to shoot a nine cause you shot all these X's, you know, it's not, that's not, I feel like it's a disservice to, to tell people that that's okay. I, the real game, the real name of this game is, is no nines. And so I thought Alan shot the first qualifier really well shot, you know, it was 324, and, you know, I was at that point, I was seated over you, you know, whereas in any other style of play, it, w it would not have been that way. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's all right. That's, you got to play the game that's presented to you. <laughs> that's, what I was, that's what I was kind of saying. I was like, oh, you don't like that shit? Learn to play the game. <laughs> Learn to play. And so, you know, at least I had that, you know, that going. Uh, second qualifier came around. I think Caleb Quiocho shot a 300. Do you know if anyone else shot? I think you and him were the only ones on at Impact, right? Uh, I think Randall shot one. Yeah. Randall shot a 300 as well. That was it. Just yeah. us, us three, I believe. Yeah. So, all right, you got you, you three banged him out and uh, got him on the wall, and then uh, and then we went to the shoot up. My two qualifiers had me in first, so all I had to do was defend my position. Yeah, where did you start out in the shoot up? I started out in fifth spot. Fifth my spot. my second qualifier didn't go as smoothly as the first, um, and that was some of the learning things I've been I was working on. So I uh, took it with a grain of salt and just kept pounding away. But then ended up getting beat out, so I ended up taking sixth place. Yeah. Um, was your shoot up against? Uh, was that against Peter? Yeah, that was Peter. 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 Yeah, so uh, pretty cool dude. This guy Peter, uh, he's a central Central California guy. Um, I've kind of seen him around, and uh, it's like he's, you know, I see him on like social media a bunch, and then bam, he's here, and uh, he was throwing down smoke. I'm gonna say all weekend. He was shooting 23 diameter arrows. Out of a hunting bow. That's, that's right. Out of, the, out of the Victory 33. Or no, I'm sorry. The the, the V3X, uh, Matthews, huh? Yeah. The 33. And he was smoking with that bow. It was uh, pretty amazing. It was Today, he shot a 300 at the spot, and it was like X1010, XX10, X1010. Just not, like nonstop. It was amazing. So, yeah. So, yesterday... Uh, you know, I had to defend my position against Tyler Heritage, uh, uh, amazing shooter, uh, pretty cool young guy. Um, not really cocky or irritating or anything like. You know, you picture young shooters, you kind of picture him to be a little braggadocious dickweeds, but he's definitely not one of those. He's he's actually kind of. Uh, I can see. I'm not gonna say. You know. You know, Rudy's like way into these young men, but. Um, he was actually pretty cool. He was a pretty cool kid. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I didn't talk to him, so I <clears throat> can't give an honest uh, opinion. But 
uh, from what I saw. It was good. Yeah, he's very much like Caleb. Like, they're, they're quiet, they're humble, and then they just go up there and they fucking pound. He was showing me that he was shooting with, uh, like, his Stratos was missing a spacer on the left side. Really? Yeah, he had he had the stock spacers, but then there was, like, 10 or 20 thousandths gap between the spacer and the limb. Yeah, that's probably not good. <laughs> I wonder if he did that by design or lost it and couldn't put one in oh it was not yeah it was an it was something not good because he was like oh boy i have to change this so i told him to uh, meet up with brian and have brian help him but i don't know how that worked so um i shot a nine in my shoot off with him but shot enough x's to win it so you know awesome yay but i think i think it's safe to say the best shooter is the guy that doesn't shoot nines you know yeah if you could keep him out of the nine you're doing pretty good that's the fucking game that's the game right there so uh you know i'm i'm happy i got you know i got got to win again and it's been a while uh but at the same time it's not i don't feel like uh i i met any of my other goals you know my other goals were to hit a 300 um and like a decent X count 300 and then not get beat mentally. Right. So, uh, I kind of slipped that slipped by on Saturday today. We shot at the spot and, uh, I ended up getting beat mentally today. So let's go over the spot shoot today. Uh, what, what do you think of the spot shoot? Spot shoots good. We, we do a regular Vegas round. We only did one and then different, did a different style shoot up which we could talk about at the after the basics here but uh it was it was it was good it was good everyone there was shooting good i struggled the first half just because i was shooting a button and i'm not a button shooter i was just trying something different and ended up going back to my hinge halfway through and shooting way better um but that put me you know i already Wasted too much time, wasted too many points with all that bullshit. And so uh, that seated me down, I don't know, 13th or something. Not not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the way they did this, they they did a single qualifying Vegas round, um, which I I actually snagged a 300 on. But again, it was like a bittersweet, sweet 300. It was super low X count for one. And I had a lot of edgy edgy shots that you know i had one that i had actually argued against being called in so it, it didn't feel it you know i should i should just say it wasn't the way i wanted it you know and sometimes you don't always get what you want so i guess i should just stop bitching about it but um after that qualifier i was placed in second behind mark rubio i think mark rubio shot a 25 or 26 x 300 he had a, 26 that's what i saw what a fucking beast, man. And um, then they went into this match style play. They did, is it world archery style match play that they did? Yeah, I, I give them kudos for trying to do something different. I wasn't really too much of a fan of it, but it was uh, it was set play like uh, world archery does for uh, recurve shooters. So it was the first, you, you have your opponent 
and then the first person to six points wins the match. Um, so by six points, the way they did that was uh, if you, you know, you're basically shooting for a 30, right? Uh, and if you shoot a 30 and the other guy shoots a 29, well, then that match is yours. So then you get, you get two, points. two points. Exactly. Uh, if you guys tie, if you both get 30s, you each get one point. And then from there, uh, you know, if you're the guy that lost, you get zero points. So, yeah, I understand uh, Alan saying, you know, not a huge fan of it. It's something new. Um, you know, at first I wasn't a fan of it until... I started realizing it's all the same. Like it, it, you could do this. You could slice this game up any number of ways, and and the very end, it's who can just hit middle long longest. You know who can shoot middle longest better. Yeah, I, I didn't mind shooting. I just wish they did the scoring different. Because uh, I mean that's a recurve thing. Let's let you know we're compound shooters. If we're gonna do that style match play. You got to make the X an 11 ring. Yes, let's make the X count as 11. <laughs> yeah, to, to make it a, a 10. By the time those guys, you know, everyone did all the matches, like those guys probably shot like another two or three games. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah. that's just my opinion, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the way that we were bracketed was rough because uh, I drew Austin Watts my very first match, and that's where I like, mentally pissed my pants and Austin ended up beating me but you know eh, losing Austin you know the guy's my writing partner I'll I'll allow it <laughs> I'll, I'll be okay with it uh how did your first match go Alan my first match went really good uh like I had said I switched back to my hinge halfway through qualifier so by the time I got to matches I was back comfortable with my hinge and I think I was against Rudy, so him and I uh, battled it out, and I think I only maybe missed one X out of five rounds. So, like I was, I was shooting real good. I felt felt real good, so it was good to get that feel back. But uh, knocked Rudy out for my first match. Uh, then second match was against Robert. We end up tying one arrow close to the center after that and he he got me by yeah yeah uh we were all watching you know we were watching that match and uh robert tahey is a great shooter he's a very nice guy uh one of my favorites and i can honestly say i i had my money on you alan i had five dollars on alan until we saw robert shoot uh, robert shot first and literally had an inside out inside out x and we were like fuck so like not that you're not capable of it it's just all, doing it on demand is rough yeah it, it's all good it, it is what it is you, i shot the arrow yep yep was you, a, hit an, you hit an x right yeah i hit an x it was just a six o'clock x so uh -huh. it's all good yeah yep and so uh yeah i mean props to you buddy you did good I think um, our buddy Austin went up against Alejandro, which was amazing. Uh, I think uh, Austin took it. Austin beat Alejandro to land in third place. Yeah, they went to one arrow, one arrow shoot off. Yeah. Yeah, and Austin got it, so they were tied going into the last end. It was close. It was really damn close. 
But Brian Webb ca- called it. He said, I can see more yellow here, you know. So I like that. I like the Brian's way of measuring it. Um, I got to say, notable notable mentions this weekend. Uh, Brent Brown had yeah, smoking, had an amazing run on Saturday where he – I don't know what position he started, but he probably went through four or five people. Yeah, he, he was shooting his ass off, shooting up, just dumping guys. Yep, yep. Today? Today he shot really good. Uh, I don't know exactly know what his score was, but he ended up going through. Uh, when it came time for matches, he ended up. Do you know how many people he went through on matches? Three three or four, I think. Like an incredible. Yeah. Did he-, he won the, the flights division for yeah. it. Yeah, he won the, the extra hundred dollar bonus thing god damn it brent well good shooting dude well done um let's see you have any other notable uh shooters that you noticed this week oh wait justin dude the finals went down to justin justin lerma and uh randall Kilpack, man uh that was a good effing battle uh you know i saw randall i think dropped a nine or you know dropped one point somewhere between the second or third end and from that point it was just a a matter of justin doing shit right as long as he did everything right didn't let his nerves get to him didn't do anything stupid if he just played it safe he was good and sure enough he was able to pull it out if you think about it like that early in the game that's still that's still a hell of a challenge if you have Four ends that you absolutely must stay clean, you know. Yeah, no, he he came out of left field, so that was awesome that he was able to shoot so good and and take it. Yeah, but brought it home for his boys. Yeah, L.A. crew <laughs> coming in hot. I think they're San Diego. Are they L.A.? I don't know. It's all the same. <laughs> Down near the border. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was that was pretty damn awesome seeing Justin do that, and you. Dude, that guy is so fucking humble, too. He's not talking a grip of shit like, you know, like I would, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But uh, hope for you 26-inch draw length, people. I I think I think he's 27-inch draw length. Eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, a little fella. Yeah, so, someone made note that he was shorter than me, but actually drew a longer bow back. I <laughs> drew a bow back longer than me, <laughs> so. Uh, so, um, pretty amazing watching Randall shoot today. Uh, you know, as always, once Randall fi- finds his groove, he is like a he's like an Alabama tick. Like he is very hard to pull out of that groove once he's in there. And so he got, he got dug in today, and he was just slaying X's until um, yeah, an equipment malfunction, center serving kind of come loose on him. And after that, it was tough to. It was it was tough to bring it back, but uh, he did good. He did good. Battled his way up to you know, won his matches, got up to second, took no fucking prisoners. So, I mean, uh, bravo, bravo, uh, Randall. Good job, Justin. Everyone up there. Uh, good shooting this weekend. Uh, any other notable mentions? Any other things that you thought stood out to you? Uh, the spot made some. Prime elk burgers for lunch. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, those were delish. I, I've never had game meat elk. I've only had Trader Joe's elk meat, 
And Trader Joe's elk meat is fucking garbage. Yeah, I would probably agree. <laughs> it's, I've always told people that I thought elk was a mix between fish and beef. Right? Because all I've had was Trader Joe's elk, which tastes like fishy beef. <laughs> yeah, no, elk meat's one of the best you can get. Yeah. At least the wild. I don't, I don't know. The, what you're buying in the store is farm, farm-raised farm something. Yeah. In New Zealand. Uh, we can only import elk meat from New Zealand, so... Or for commercial, there's some kind of rule about that, some kind of nonsense. So, yeah, <clears throat> new life goal: shoot and kill an elk. So we got to get on that. That's going to be next next goal. Yeah, I'm going to shoot one this year. Oh, well, all right. You know, I have to wait for me. Just go ahead and do it. <laughs> uh, I think other notable things. I already talked about Peter uh, shooting really good. He continued to shoot good today. He shot a 300. Um, he's extremely happy and proud about it, and you know why the hell wouldn't you be? I thought that was awesome. Uh, do you know who else shot 300s today? I heard five people. I'm thinking Justin, Peter, myself, and Mark Rubio. You know who the fifth was? Mm, I don't know. I I I'm sorry, whoever the fifth person was, but if you did, well done, badass. Well, so that wraps up this weekend. We're heading home now. Uh, now let's just get ready for the Todd Hawkins shoot. It's uh, it's our Sacramento indoor. It's the last one before Vegas. Um, it is going to be my last indoor shoot. I am not going to be attending Vegas, guys. Uh, as much as I want to, uh, the cost is just too great for me this year, and it sucks because you guys know my my mo. You know, don't be doing a podcast about shit if you're not actively competing don't talk like you know it um so you know i'm gonna compete in the todd hawkins shoot i you know for sure the pressure there is not going to be like the championship line in vegas um but hopefully i'll give alan a call you know alan you're shooting championship correct yeah i'll be down in the arena i could give you uh some daily rundowns if you need Fuck yeah, so I'll do that. I'll call Alan, I'll call Austin, uh, call my homies that'll be there, and uh, hopefully get you guys uh, some, you know, <clears throat> some coverage that, you know, what it feels like if you're not going yourself, or at least they can provide some tips or things to help you uh, battle the nerves. As far as this weekend goes, I got no tips for battling nerves. <laughs> I bitched out at the most inopportune moments. <laughs> I actually punched the trigger a few times. I'm actually considering yeah, getting back in the pool and working a hinge again. Probably a good idea. Yeah. I would. Yeah. You shot some of your best scores with a hinge. Come on. Oh, thank you, Alan. Thank you. I, I have, but button's just so nice. I, I was telling Alan earlier, I went to a button because I got tired of getting hung up on a hinge. And if you get hung up on a hinge, you can listen any any expert in shooting will tell you a million ways that are surefire to work. You just have to employ them. Um, that's one reason why blank bailing is a great effing tool. So a hinge might be in my future here. I just got to get my hands on an HBC, I think. Those tend to be my faves. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to get ready for Todd Hawkins' shoot. <clears throat> I think Alan will not be in attendance for that one. No, I had some prior commitments, so... No, no shoot for wilderness. So, all right. So, uh, I'll still try to cover that one. <laughs> all right, you know, I'll cover that one. But 
you know, we'll get Alan on for Vegas and uh, maybe around there we, we can, before then, we can pick Alan's brain as to how he is, uh, you know, prepping for it. Because one thing that Alan does that most people don't do that I know of is when he's unhappy with how he shoots or unhappy with the results of a weekend. <clears throat> he goes right to the, you go right to the shop, you, you make time, you make a block of time, and then you figure out what the fuck it was that was not working for you. That is correct. So, yeah, there's going to be quite a bit of practice, quite a bit of workshopping, getting just getting everything dialed back in. Yeah. I know I know the direction I need to go, just got to implement it and yeah. and go for it. I think that's something that comes with, you know, shooting a lot over the course of a few, few years is when things don't go your way. You kind of have an idea of, you know, okay, well, I thought this, it's not that it's probably this then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll be all right. I'm not worried about it. I'm glad it's something, you you know, you feel like you can wrap up. I feel like the only thing it's going to fix me is (laughs) going back to a hinge and doing long fucking grind out sessions with a hinge. I was just like, oh man, I just want to punch a couple of tens and call it a day, you know? (laughs) But hey, hey, you know, maybe that's what it's like when you're you got one foot out the door, one foot in the grave, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're working yourself right out of a career. <laughs> wait, what, career in archery? <laughs> yeah. Nah, no, nah, thank you. But uh let's see. Other things going on. Iowa Pro Ram uh, Iowa Pro Am is wrapping up uh as we speak. Uh it looks like Chance Boboth took it. Yeah. He- kicked ass with a darton i didn't think it was humanly possible but apparently it is uh funny story for everyone back when i used to coach joe ad team there was a guy there uh who would help out an older gentleman and he would always call chance bobef chance boboff <laughs> so yeah boboff takes it with a darton i didn't even think that was a tune i i didn't even think that was a tunable bow is that just camp shimming cams yeah i don't know i have a hard time talking shit because that guy would probably whoop my ass with a homemade <laughs> compound bow made out of eucalyptus tree or something. I don't know. Well, chance is next level, next level. But there's no saying that we can't get there given the same amount of time and dedication and effort. Yeah, I see that ship way out there. It's gone, bud. <laughs> hey, you see the ship though, man. So <clears throat> anyway. Uh, that's pretty cool. I think Chance Boboff, Boboff is a beast times 10 ever since his, uh, Lancaster performance where he, he, yeah, he barked one off onto the ground and then proceeded to just put on a clinic for shooting X's. I'm glad to see Chance win. He, you know, he hasn't won, uh, an indoor event in a while. So now I'm happy for him. That's awesome. Yeah. I think there's money at the Iowa Pro-Am too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They wouldn't get all those that level of shooters there if there wasn't a good bit of money to win. Yeah, so that's cool. That's cool. Chance can make a little money. Good to see him in the, on the you know the big stage again. Uh, I mean, he's not shooting elite anymore, but oh, it's all right. I was, I'm a Bobef Bobof fan anyway. All right, <laughs> that sounds good. That's okay. Um. I know uh, Paige had a shoot-off against uh, Tanya Galantine. Do you know how that panned out? Uh, I haven't seen any of the 
how the the scores went, but I know that Paige took second. Oh, well, there you have it then. Yeah. Tanya probably probably took it with a fucking Darton again. Darton. Yeah. Dude, did I buy the wrong bow? Should I have bought a Darton? No. <laughs> I don't want to look good shooting a bow, though. <laughs> so I should have got a Darton. Damn it. Maybe I'll talk to Henry Bass. Nah. Nah, just kidding. Anyway. Um, so that's the recap. For this uh, this weekend, I hope you guys are all practicing. I hope everyone's getting ready for Vegas. Maybe you guys are doing the same thing and hitting your own regional indoor shoots. Um, it is the best. It's truly the best practice as far as getting ready for Vegas. Just getting ready for competition. It's putting your feet to the fire and doing this shit. Uh, it costs money. It takes time. But if you want to be competitive, it's just something that you have to do. Yeah, you, you have to go to these any local shoot if you gotta we just drove four hours to go shoot down in fresno you have to shoot these these smaller money shoots it doesn't matter there's eight people there or or 30 people at some of these local events you know you're kicking in 100 bucks it's it changes everything so if you aren't doing that and you're gonna run to, to vegas with no tournament prep it's gonna be rough. Oh yeah, you can get your pants pulled down. You can get paddled. That's a weird, that's a weird analogy. But yeah, you're gonna get embarrassed. Um, <clears throat> we did just drive four hours, but you know what? These guys, these shop owners, Brian Webb and uh, Steve at the spot, really made this lucrative. You know what I mean? Like uh, putting all the money up like that was pretty goddamn amazing. And uh, <clears throat> I just want to thank them both. Uh, you guys are awesome. And uh, we really appreciate it. These are events that I will put in on high priority forever, you know. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll keep running down there. Yep. And it's nice that the two shop owners coordinate and make it the same weekend. Yeah, yeah. You know, They actually work together so that we can hit them both. Yeah, because to go down there two separate occasions, that might not yeah, be feasible. But, yeah, it's a ton of fun. Um Hopefully I get out and do Vegas next year, but I'm still excited to watch and see uh, who takes it this year. You, get, you got any predictions, Alan, who takes Vegas this year? Uh, I mean, you excluded. You can't pick yourself. Yeah, okay, let's see. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be a battle. You're, there's some good shooters yeah. always. People are posting up 30X games and all sorts of stuff. So I, don't, I don't know. I don't have a prediction. I think Chris Perkins will be up there for yeah. sure. He'll yeah. be a solid contender. Yeah. Uh, Broadwater probably get up in there. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, let's let's predict how many people are going to be in the shoot off. I predict twenty five. Oh, okay, I was I was going to be right there with twenty three. Twenty three. All right. Well, we'll yeah. you, you'll take the under then. Uh, you know. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Bodie is still. A contender. Just because he didn't uh, take the Rushmore Rumble doesn't mean he's not a contender to win this thing again. I think uh, – I don't know about Kyle Douglas because he's shooting a Bowtech now. <laughs> Such a stupid reason. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll be a killer with whatever he's got in his hand. Yeah, yeah. He for sure is making adjustments right now after the Iowa Pro-Am. And, I mean, he shot a 28X game. So it's not like he didn't shoot – an amazing effing score, but his standard is 30x games. So, 
just like you said, though, Alan, like, hella people are shooting 30X games now. Like, that's the, like, there's beasts out there. <laughs> that's what Vegas, that's who's going to be in that shootoff are going to be fucking beasts. And then the pressure's got to be so great that it cracks a 30 down to a 28 or a 29 or something of that, you know, magnitude. Yeah, I wish I had that problem with pressure just lowered my X count a little bit. You're going to have it soon. As soon as you get that elite bow, you'll be, you know, you're going to be supercharged, man. Talk, top secret information there. Yeah. Yep. So, anyway, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Uh, this show's brought to you by Carbon Craft Stabilizers. I picked up a new bar. You picked up a new Carbon Craft? Yeah. Brian whipped me up a custom order. A nice little 13 back bar. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's one cool thing about Carbon Craft Bars, well, one of many, is that you can custom order different lengths, and Brian Webb will make you a custom bar. Uh, the same Brian Webb we were just talking about is the builder for Carbon Craft Stabilizers. Um, he also built me a new 10-inch bar for my hunting bow that I'm, ex- you know, I'm stoked to throw on. It's nice having a hunting bow that has two matching stabilizers and not one fucking, <laughs> fucking beast stinger, and the other is like an eBay bar. And so uh, I'm jazzed about that. I'm going to do a deflection test. I was given a conquest stabilizer to put on my deflection table. So we will test that and measure that against the uh, the carbon craft bar. I'm excited to see the difference. Uh, both bars are beastly stiff. Um, most people know carbon craft bars are really damp and they make the bow feel really dead. You know, they soak up a lot of the like hand shock from the bow or whatever so yeah if you guys want a carbon craft bar hit up brian webb at impact archery in clovis or give rudy sandoval a call at west coast archery in petaluma uh, aside from that the show is sponsored by db custom coatings my Coat and homies out of napa uh they Coat bows they make old bows look nice and new and make the stock black bow that you got look like you ordered a color <laughs> I think I'm going to get my gray bow Cerakoted black Yeah Alright yep. I, I know how much you like the black stuff well, uh, Yeah Well, if Are you going to keep your bow black Or are you going to get Cerakoted you think I don't know yet Keep it black Let's be cool Keep it black Once you go black Yeah once you go black Then you go running back to other stuff Anyway I don't want to get cancelled So I'm going to call this show A finished episode right here uh thank you guys for listening it was a great weekend i actually got to win something again so that's nice but man it's like it's like almost like winning because someone else fell down or i don't know it's doesn't feel the same that's not it's not winning in a spectacular fashion okay so i'm gonna get back to practicing so that i can do that at least shoot in a spectacular fashion and my last showing will for indoor will be at the todd hawkins shoot Hopefully, I'm hoping I get a rematch with Caleb Cuiocho and possibly uh, get to dust off Mark Rubio somewhere in there. Uh, All great shooters here in California. All right, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Allie, got anything to add? No, I'm good, man. Thanks. How about shop at West Coast? Shop at West Coast Archery. Bam! Thank you, everyone. Have a good night.